Insert disc two. It's time, Aaron, for our second listener call-in show. Oh, boy. Yep. These are always gold. Um, we've got some voicemails queued up. All right. We've got some callers waiting patiently. Oh, real? Okay. We're yeah. going to jump right in <laughs> with right. our first. Um, this is our first voicemail. All right. What we got? Uh, and, uh, well, let's find out. G'day, Boat and Aaron from The Huck. Uh, just like to say that I'm really loving your shows. Thanks again for all your hard work. I know it uh, must take up a lot of your time and um, energy, so uh, it's really appreciated what you guys do. Uh, first of all, have a question for Boat. Uh, if you happen to be on a flight to Mars that takes, say, nine months, uh, what album would you take if you could take only one to listen to on the way? Question for Aaron. Uh, you mentioned on a insert disc two that you attended a electronics course. Um, I'd just like to know, you know, what uh, what that involved, and how you apply that knowledge today, and you know, sort of uh, how you apply that to what you do with retro systems, uh, especially. Uh, also, uh, Molly the cat like to say hello. I think she's featured on a couple of videos, um, so. Say hi, Molly. Thanks, Molly. And hopefully soon, I've got another episode for the Amiga 2500 uh, in the wings, so hopefully I'll be able to get that out fairly soon. So yeah, thanks a lot. Bye for now. All right, thanks very much. Good uh, stuff from the Huck. Yeah, thanks, Huck. Um, so... Aaron, why don't you tackle his question first while I ponder my answer? Um, well, I'm going to be utterly and completely truthful with the listening public here. These my people. Um, I went to Marshall, uh, and my goal was to become something. wasn't sure what. So at first, my goal was going to be a writer. And then I changed my goal to be a, a, a psychiatrist, believe it or not. And then... I changed my goal again to be a computer scientist, right? But my ultimate goal at Marshall was to sleep in, unfortunately. And to set the high score on the bad dudes machine? That's correct, yeah. among other things. And so uh, I ended up uh, going back home, and then I had a new goal, sleep more. And then eventually my dad had a goal, grab me by the hair, because <laughs> I had hair at that point, and drag me to the nearest trade school and say, do this. My dad was an electrician, so we went to a local place that offered a, a associate's degree in electronics training, and I got my two-year degree there, and then got some more training when I went to work for IBM uh, before it came became Lexmark, and um, so I at one point in my life, I'd say I had a decent amount of training in the realm of electrical repair, electronic technology, but a lot of that stuff I've lost because I haven't done it for so long. Um, now I use what I remember, along with my partners, we cobble these uh, uh, breathalyzers back together and do maintenance. That's basically why we got hired there. Uh, in terms of the retro stuff, I've, one thing I do have going for me is I'm a good hand at soldering. Uh, and so I do a lot of uh, just low-level, you know, mod stuff. You know, I, I don't go crazy. I'm not doing anything like, I mean, Hux, clearly a much more... Uh, seasoned guy when it comes to the actual aspects of doing what he's doing. But I mean, 
I'm, I'm a decent hand when someone says, hey, go do this, I can do it. I know enough to get by, just like with pinballs. I mean, I can sort of get by. I can do board repair. That I'm good at that, but when it comes to much else, I've, most of my skills have left me, so there you go. Yeah, well, um, I was thinking as you were explaining. I figured you were using that time to come up with something. And, you know, a trip to Mars is a long, long trip. I think uh, in the uh, documentary film, The Martian, uh, it took him and his crew something like a couple years or something. To I get to said nine months. Nine months, okay. So I'm going to have to listen to this thing over and over and over and over again. So, And since he said, since he said what album would you take with you, uh, I'm limiting myself to something that was actually released in an album format. So it's got to be a piece of like pop music. It can't be like box greatest hits 4000 disc set. Yeah, that doesn't count. That makes, okay. Yeah, yeah, I think you're being fair here. So what so, do you come up with? I, I wanted to have something that had the greatest amount of variety, uh, a mix of songs that I'm very familiar with and and some songs that I still could probably listen to more. And I came up with I think I would probably take the Beatles white album with me. Which I, I've got that album. Um, you know, I've listened to every Beatles album a zillion times, but uh, there are definitely songs that I, I still skip often on the White Album. Um, yeah. Just so there, I don't feel like listening to them. Not that they're bad songs, but you know, and but there's also sort of weird stuff on there too. So when I'm feeling in a weird mood, I'll put on Revolution mm-hmm. Nine. Yeah. You know. Um, Which is barely a song. Right, it's right. It's got a good mix of sort of classical string, relaxing things. It's got some hard rocking tunes. You know, Helter Skelter is on there. Um, one of my favorite songs of all time, Dear Prudence. So it's got a good mix of, of everything. I think that if I was just going to pick one album to listen to for nine months, it would probably be that. Do you have any, did any flash to your mind as I queue up the next one? It wouldn't be that one. Although, I mean, that's a, that's a, that album is a little bit too out there for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like some of the songs on it, but I don't like the Beatles too, of course, you know that. Um, I think it was Zeppelin IV uh, would be near the top. You know, this, again, I've talked about this album before, but I really liked uh, Bitter, Bitter Little Pill from Lost Boys. So that's an album that had a lot of different, it's got a lot of different, uh, uh, or Jagged Little Pill. There you go. Me. It has a lot of different uh, uh, beats. Some of the stuff's real angry, and some of it's kind of sweet. And some of, I, mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm a big fan of that. That's got certain value to me mm-hmm. personally. So probably one of those two albums. Just, but I mean, if I had sit and think about it, Bad of Hell would be up in that. That's another one that's got a lot of good mix of stuff. So there's three that pop into my head immediately. Awesome. Yeah. awesome. Hey, guys. It's Chris Bowles again. Um, my question to you guys tonight is, what systems do you have the greatest nostalgic connection to? Just three. Um, mine will be the ZX Spectrum, because that was the first um, computer I had, and many great memories at school on that. Obviously, the Amiga. And I think finally, the N64, which is one I got when I got my first job and was in Newtown. And, you know, something good and fun to play on. So I just wonder what yours will be. All right. Thanks, Chris, for Chris Foles for calling in. Um, so. <clears throat> I guess I will lead the dance this time. Um, my three, big three, without a doubt, you got the Atari 1200XL, mm. my first ever gaming machine, my first computer. Um, the NES, 
Uh, the NES, you know, I used to dream about the NES. I'd have physical dreams about getting one and playing it. It was like as close as I could get. I had a subscription to Nintendo Power for a year before I had the oh, NES. Oh, but that was killing you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so that obviously that, that was number two. And number three, fast, fast forward in life, the GameCube. The GameCube came to me at a time of my life where uh, things were not going real well. Uh, I just moved away from home for the first time in D.C. I was engaged to this girl. It was not working out. It wasn't a good time. Uh, but I found so much joy in, uh, in playing Monkey Ball, playing Animal Crossing, playing Mario Sunshine. Uh, I love the GameCube. It was just such a friendly system. It looks so, so good. It was also the first system I ever owned that I had composite outputs and a TV that could use composite outputs. And I couldn't believe how great it looked. Um, so those are those were my big three: the uh, Atari eight-bit line, the twelve hundred XL, the NES, and the GameCube. What about you, Aaron? Well, I think a lot of people. I'm going to limit mine to consoles. Okay. Because people know the Coco, the PC, the Amiga. I love them. If they love didn't know, they know now. Uh, but I'm going to if we just if we talk strictly consoles. Uh, I'm going to say uh, the Odyssey two. Uh, which was the one we first one we had. We real, I really enjoyed uh, and, and still enjoy it. Um, you know, the first console that I bought myself was the Dreamcast. Really? I got a deal on it. Went to, <laughs> hey, I would come clean, as I like to do. Uh, I was... I saw it come out. I saw how it was doing. You saw it come out in the store, and you took it off the shelf. No, Is that the I, deal it out you for got? Months. Okay. And I was looking out, and I and I read somewhere on the net. I'm like, yeah, I was like. You can back these discs up. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, we darned. And I always wanted, sort of wanted one, you know, and I never had any consoles. I, mean, I had a had a PlayStation, but I mean, I'd gotten it. Yeah, it was okay. Mm-hmm. And so I got the Dreamcast. I really liked the Dreamcast. So this would have been like 99, 2000, yeah, I really enjoyed there. the Dreamcast. So I think I played that one quite a bit. Still have my original, you know, uh, Dreamcast. And then, this is not a fair one. It's not. I'm not nostalgic, but I, I just look at it. It makes me so happy. When I see it, it's my Vectrix that Brent got me. God bless him. I we went around the block, but I love the Vectrix. It's so just even before anybody gave a crap about it, you could get them cheap. I just always enjoyed it. I always wanted one as a kid. Mm-hmm. I always thought the, it just looked cool, and so I enjoy that. So I those bring me back because, like I said, even though I didn't have a Vectrix when I was a child, man, I really want. I was like jonesing for one. I don't even remember I even asked for it. But I remember thinking the concept though was cool that you had a little TV and it played the vector games. I, when I was a kid, the vector games were a big deal, you know. And so it plays Rip Off, it plays Asteroids, it plays you know uh, uh, the games like that. I was like, man, this is my system right here. And so when I and so when I finally got one after all those years, I really enjoyed having that. So those would be the three that come to mind. Mostly, I was a computer kid though. So and uh, I was saying about this the other day. I mean, between the Coco, the PC, and the Amiga, that pretty much takes me through all the way up to adulthood. Mm-hmm. The three of them. I played the crap out of all of them, pretty much, you know, equally. Especially now that I've spent so much more time playing the Amiga than I did even when I owned it the first time. So, you know, it, it worked out good. <laughs> what, um, what PC game do you think you log the most hours on? City of Heroes. Oh wow! If we're gonna do that, it would be. You talking MMOs included? Sure. I'd say City of Heroes, EverQuest One. Um, I've played those games an awful lot. Uh, so probably yeah, I'd say that probably those two. Yeah, I, I miss City Heroes. I'd love to play with my kid. But yeah, uh, that is going to bring this listener-supported edition of uh, Insert Disc Two to a close. Those are good. Good yeah. questions. Yeah, too hard. We will see you guys. Have a great week.
We'll be back with ARG Presents on Wednesday, Amigos on Friday. No, that's not true at all. How do we do it? No, that's it. Amigos on Monday, ARG Presents on Wednesday, oh, and Insert This 2 on I Friday. I promise I'm going to get out an Amigathon tonight or tomorrow. So I'm, I'm, I'm doing it. Awesome. All right. Thanks very much, guys. Thanks, everybody in the chat for hanging out with us. Thanks for Retro Tech and Toys, Pixels at Dawn, Amiga Bong, Matt Duffert, oh, Matthew Petteron, uh, Dan Ross. Uh, thank you, all of you guys and people that are listening and not in the chat. We will see you next week. Until then, adios. adios.